and Giant fans, I mean, I think that sums it all up right there. We're torn between two two possible situations, two possible prospects, and tomorrow is it's going to be it's a it's probably the biggest draft in my lifetime personally. I mean, even more than the Eli one, I think. Because this franchise is going in two directions. It's either going to stick out with Eli for a year or two, you know, or it's just it's going to start over essentially after this next year. I mean, you have two great prospects that you could get. You have Saquon Barkley, who is, no doubt about it, the best prospect in the draft. I'm not arguing that. You know, when my friends come at me and say, Saquon this, Saquon that, Saquon Barkley is the can't-miss guy. He is the total can't-miss prospect. You know, odds are he's going to be a Hall of Famer. But in the NFL, you need a quarterback to win. That's the thing. You need a quarterback to win. And we have seen teams find running backs that are very good in the second and third round. And to be honest, this running back class with Geis, Chubb, Michelle, Penny, you have guys that are very good. That's the thing. That's what, you know, that's what kind of like, I'm kind of, I lean towards Darnold. And then there's half of me that's like, I want Saquon. It's it's crazy. It really is. I never... You know, like all going leading up to the months, I was like, you know what, Saquon, I can't wait for Saquon. And then I, you know, seeing how bad Eli played throughout the season, it just shows like, you know, as good as he might be as a 37 year old, he can't keep doing this. Like, he can't be, he's not going to be good next year. He's the 18th to 20th best quarterback in the NFL. He had a season last year, 61 completion percentage, 3,400 yards, 19 touchdowns, and 13 picks. He had an 80, 80 QB rating. It's not good. I mean, let's be real. And you know what? And the funny part about this is that Eli Manning is the kind of guy that could just shove this all back in my face and say, guess what? Screw you. I have one more 4,500-yard passing season left in me. And I wouldn't be surprised because – as we've seen, Eli Manning, whenever the odds are stacked against him throughout the years, he has come out on top. When Mark, when Ed, the debate was, is Mark Sanchez better than Eli Manning right before the Super Bowl? Eh, guess what? Eli Manning won a Super Bowl after that. They had, you know, that debate was that debate was a, a real thing in New York. Was Mark Sanchez better than Eli after the Jets went to two AFC Championship games? Then Eli came back and won a Super Bowl. So whenever you count Eli Manning out, he comes back and finds a way to win. So, I mean, look, it's tough. It really is. I, I, I wish I had an easy answer. I mean, the Giants are picking second. You figure that's going to be Josh Allen or Baker Mayfield. Going As all reports are indicating, it's going to be one of them in the first two spots. In the first spot, I mean. So you figure you have Sam Darnold or you have Saquon Barkley at two. And I lean towards Sam Darnold only because the way the kid acts, the way the kid carries himself, the physical ability he does have. Does he need some work? Yes. But no one's asking you to throw him into the fire one the first year. Eli has tw- is going to get $20 million. You're going to play him this year. But Sam Darnold's the kind of kid that you want to build a franchise around. He's 20 years old. I mean... He's the kind of kid that when his running back needed his quarterback for his pro day, Sam Darnold flew back early to Cali and 
threw for his quarterback. I mean, threw for his running back. He, you know, I mean, he's that's the kind of guy he is. You don't hear that with these other quarterbacks. I mean, Baker Mayfield has the flash. Josh Rosen, from all accounts, is the shithead, but he's also good. And Josh Josh Allen is is gonna be, you know, he has the highest upside. But with Sam Darnold, you're getting a guy that is like an Eli, where he's gonna do whatever he can to win. He's gonna do whatever he can for his teammates. The kid is the kid's like an all around great kid, and he has talent. I mean, he was before his bad season last year, which wasn't even that bad, mind you. It really wasn't terrible. You know, I mean, he still had 20-plus touchdowns. He had 4,500 passing yards in college. I mean, yes, did he have a lot of turnovers? Yes, he made mistakes. He's 20 years old. But I think that he's the best quarterback prospect out of all of them. So if you can get him at two, that's what you build your franchise around. I mean, as great as Saquon Barkley is and what he's probably going to be. I mean, Saquon's going to come in and probably be a top 10 running back. So, yes, when we're, I mean, when you're talking about the, the money he's going to get, which when, that's the big thing. When Saquon, when you're picking Saquon second, he demands a $5.8 million cap hit. And when you have that kind of cap hit from a running back, it, it's tough because quarterbacks get paid so much money. That's the big thing. And yes, are they worth that much money? It's a, you know, probably not. But quarterbacks are getting $25, $30 million. We saw Kirk Cousins get $30 million now. If you, say, have a Sam Darnold who could be a very good player. So say Sam Darnold has a good rookie season, and after that he's a, probably a top 15, top 16 quarterback in the NFL going into his second year. You're getting him for $5.8 million as a cap hit. You're getting a quarterback that good for that amount of money. And what that means and what the Eagles and Rams have done and they've, they've showed it is that you build more pieces around that. That's why they, they ha- the Rams and Eagles can keep all their guys right now because they don't have to worry about Carson Wentz. They don't have to worry about Goff. They, they're locked up. They don't need to worry about that. And that's the big thing. If you, if you hit on the quarterback, it sets your franchise up for many years to come. It sets your window up. If your quarterback's good in the first five years, you can win a Super Bowl because you can build around that. That's the big thing. That's what I get at with people. That's what when people like ask me, like whatever, why, why Darnold, why this? Because guess what? You're getting the highest price position in football for cheap. Now, if Saquon comes in, he's getting top eight money in football for his position, and annually. By the time he gets to his fifth year, he's going to be the t- his contract's technically the highest contract because it's five years. And I get it. Saquon Barkley is going to be a very good player, hundred percent agree. But it's a it's it's a double edged sword, really. You're taking the risk of drafting a quarterback and missing, or you're taking the guy you're going to pay a lot of money to him, and he's going to be a very good player. But after Eli's done, you don't have a quarterback. Which is why Ben McAdoo and Jerry Reese should honestly fall off a cliff. Because guess what? We didn't get a view of what Davis Webb was going to be. Dino Smith started instead. Ruined Eli's streak. And they just that set the franchise back so much. Because we don't know what Davis Webb is. Could Davis Webb possibly be a top 
18 to 15 quarterback in the NFL? Yeah, he couldn't. Who the fuck knows? But guess what? We don't know because of Ben McAdoo, the biggest asshole in America, and Jerry Reese, the second biggest asshole in America. Jerry Reese should have been fired two years ago. I mean, the picks this guy has made have been so goddamn terrible. And that's the problem. Like, thank God he's gone now. Oh, my God. Thank the Lord he is gone. And Benny, oh, my, Ben McAdoo, the worst coach I've ever I just couldn't believe the shit that guy would do is so bad. I'm being serious right now. I would go to Giant Games, and I would literally call out what play Ben McAdoo was going to run. He was so fucking obvious. Oh, second down, second and eight. Let's see. You know what? Let's try a draw play. You know what? I think it'll work. A second down draw play. Oh, yeah. It'll work. The guy is so goddamn terrible. Thank God he's gone. That's besides the point, though. The Giants are at a crossroads now. This is the biggest, as I said, this is the biggest draft maybe ever. It's it's crazy. And we have to now wait and see what they do. Because to be honest, we don't know. As much as we might say we know, we don't know. So, look, let's just say for argument's sake, this is why they take Darnold in my opinion. You take Darnold, number two. Okay? Take Darnold. In the second round, according to most mock drafts, if you want a running back, he's going to be there. And his name is Darius Geis, who is the poor man Saquon Barkley. Now, what do you think about a poor man Saquon Barkley? The kid's going to be pretty fucking good, right? Geis doesn't have the catching ability of Saquon, but he could be a very good player. He's had some ankle injuries and stuff, but he could be a very good player. You also have Rashad Penny. This is the thing. And you have, say, oh my God, this would be great, right? Just say this now. Say you get us Saquon. I mean, say you say you take Darnold, and then you can draft Sam Darnold's quarterback, I mean, uh, running back. Oh, God. Wouldn't that be nice? Now, Ronald Jones, by all accounts, is a, he's going to be a pretty solid player. And he's getting comparisons to Jamal Charles to Alvin Kamara. So, holy shit. Imagine if you do that. Imagine if you draft Darnold and you draft Jones and you have a, an, a Charles-Kamara hybrid with Goleman, no less. You have Goleman still. And Goleman did a decent job last year. God, that would be that that that's what my that's what my scenario is. That's what I want. Truthfully, I want Darnold, I want Jones in the second round, and then in the third round I want an offensive lineman. And I mean if you if we're looking at mocks, third round wise on Friday, we're looking at offensive linemen. I think Rankins from Missouri from Ole, uh from Missouri's there. Or Ole Miss, excuse me, whatever. Uh, Mississippi State, sorry. So you got him. You have guys that are going to be good. You have Connor Williams. You have this draft is so deep. That's the thing. This draft is so goddamn deep. It's crazy. Like that's why the Giants have two third round picks. So you could get an edge ru- you can get an edge rusher and you can get an offensive lineman. The kid from Louisville Christian. I mean this is like I'm just so torn. I swear to God. I I am just, I'm like, I'm thinking about it day and night, honestly. Who the, who do the Giants pick? Who, what do they, what do they do here? 
And now Gettleman's kind of screwed. Like, I kind of, you know, like, God, Gettleman's really, he's, his back's against the wall. Because this is it. This is it, people. It's either the Giants move forward here and they they get they make the right pick, whichever it is. It could be Saquon and Davis Webb's a pretty good quarterback. And holy, that would be amazing. That would be the best case scenario, to be honest. That would be it. I would agree 100%. That would be it. Davis Webb's a pretty good quarterback. The problem is we don't know. We're in the unknown there. You have the other side of the coin where you take a Darnold and you get a Jones in round two. And you work on the line in round, in round three. Shit, that'd be pretty good too. You get an edge rusher in round three, you get an offensive lineman in round three, you get a running back in round two, and you have your quarterback in round one. So it truly is just a, it's a it's a such a double edged sword that I don't think anyone's I don't think anyone's right or wrong. Like my friends argue with me about it, and they're they're kind of they're, they're I see their points. My friend Mike, he argues Saquon's going to be so good. The kids once. In a lifetime talent, probably, and I agree, he is, and I see his point, but it's just so hard as a Giant fan right now because you're just so we're so in the dark. We don't know. This is the biggest draft in our lifetime. We we don't know what's going to happen. If Gettleman can perfect this draft and get the most out of it, then this franchise is going to be okay. We're going to be all right. You got Odell. You got guys that are good. We're going to be okay. But if this goes south, and this is a Jerry Reese-type draft, this franchise is done for the next five, eight years, at least. If you screw this draft up that much, where you draft the quarterback and he's a bust, or you draft Barkley and he's a Trent Richardson, and you screw up the rest of the picks, it could. I mean, God forbid it could happen, but holy shit, like we've had this problem with Jerry Reese. Jerry Reese screwed us. They didn't have any. There's no one on the roster. Like They have the most free agents in the NFL. They have no one on their roster from their drafts. It's so goddamn ridiculous. They've never hit on a third round, fourth round, fifth round pick. They hit on Hankins. They didn't bring him back. It's, it's pathetic. It was so pathetic. Gettleman has to figure this out, and Gettleman has to get it right. There's no other choice. And that's why I think that the Mares went with an older guy, a football guy, not really an analytics guy, a guy who's going to get the best guys to get the job done right now. So, look, bottom line here, people, if you're holding a gun to my head, I think they take Barkley. I think they do. I think that Gettleman doesn't want to miss in his first year. I think Gettleman's older. He wants to see the team do well now. And let's be real here. If they, if the, this is a huge if, if they draft Barkley, okay, they have a good rest of the draft. They get an offensive lineman, they get a, an edge rusher that works out. This could be a ten to eleven win team, and I truly believe that. And that's of course if Eli plays well. If Eli throws for forty four, forty five hundred yards, limits the turnovers to, hold on, man, under twelve. Under 12, 13 turnovers. I mean, shit, you have a good team. You do. You have Ogletree. You have Jenkins. Jenkins is back, and Jenkins is ready. If Eli Apple can play somewhat good, I mean, this could be a team that, you know, they... I, like, think about it logically. 
The Eagles' two toughest games in the regular season last year were arguably the Giants, both the Giant games. The Giants should have won in Philly. Like, come on, Christ Almighty, the fucking the 61, 62, what was it? 62-yard field goal. Like, come on, all right. Like, the Super Bowl champions, their toughest games were against the Giants. So, I mean, you look at it that way, this team isn't that far off. Yes, I know, everyone's going to be like, oh, the Giants suck, blah, 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 blah. Look, Odell doesn't go down and changes the whole dynamic of the team. That's the bottom line. So look, everyone, I hope you listen to this tomorrow. Well, it's 12.40 right now, so today. And just keep an open mind. Look, keep an open mind. Because to be honest, we we don't know what's going to happen. And, and whatever does happen, we have to just like, we have to stay together as Giant fans and try and figure it out. Am I going to throw a shoe at my TV if Saquon Barkley's picked? No, I'm not. I'm going to be happy. Am I going to be a little happier if it's Darnold? Yes, because it's more, it's building towards the future. So many teams are in quarterback limbo in the NFL. It's the most important position in sports, arguably. So am I, I'm going to throw a shoe if they draft Quentin Nelson, even though he's going to be good. Because I, I, I don't, just don't get, don't do that. You know, I'm going to draft, I'm going to throw a shoe if they, you know, if they draft Chubb. So and if the Giants trade down, I'm not gonna hate it. The Giants this this is alright, so this is my ultimate dream scenario. The Giants trade down to five and they get Saquon. Cause guess what, people? Browns ain't taking Saquon at four, and if they do, that's just dumb. They have Hyde on for five million dollars a year right now, and they have Duke Johnson. They have two very good solid running backs. The smart move for them is to take Chubb if he is there because you're making in a very, very good defense. You're getting the two best pass rushers in the past two drafts on your team. So if the Giants trade down to five, get Saquon at five, and get an extra second round pick, I'm 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 happy. I'm a very happy guy. Because guess what? You're getting two offensive linemen, you're getting a pass rusher and offensive lineman, and you have two third round picks and you're doing the same thing there. Or you're getting a DB. You're building you're building the team. And then you basically have to pray with Davis Webb. But, so look, three options here. Three options, people. Saquon, Darnold, trade down. Now, Sam Darnold's my first choice? Yes. Saquon is my second choice? Yes. The dream scenario, trade down to five and get Saquon? That's, uh, that's big. And you know what? Even if they trade it down to five and they get Chubb, and they get a running back in the second round. I'm not going to hate it. I'm still going to be okay with that. I'm going to be happy with that. So I think Gettleman's going to do a good job, though. So now, look, guess what? We all have to wait and see. And I hope you all listen to this tomorrow. And, you know, we get excited. We're excited. It's a new season, essentially. And we're ready. We're ready for a new regime. We're tired of the Odell bullshit talk. The guy is at camp, he's working. And I, you know what? All the media bullshit. Screw the media. Okay? Also, shout out to the Pope, Mike Francesa. He is back. Those three clowns. I, I mean, the last the last one we talked about, those three goddamn clowns. And they're, bye-bye. You're going to 1 o'clock. Bye-bye. Enjoy 1 o'clock. You guys have the worst show I think I've ever heard in my life. I don't know how anyone could defend it. It was so terrible. It still is terrible. And it's going to be a 1 o'clock because the Pope is back. Mike Francesa, the Pope, is back. That's it. I'm out, everyone. Enjoy the draft. Enjoy the weekend. We'll talk later this week probably about the Yankees, and we'll get into it. Big things coming, everyone. Have a good night.